0: you're listening to a life-changing podcast that does a deep dive into what's behind the silence the truth no one wants to talk about featuring two thought-provoking professional coaches who specialize in linguistic patterns of thought feelings and behavior as NLP practitioners certified and life-changing the dynamic duel, Stacy Cutright and Stephanie Demmel Welcome back to What's Behind the Silence, the truth no one wants to talk about. I've got with me today Stacy, our fabulous co-host and Stacy, what do you want to say to the audience this morning?
1: I want to say how do you choose to live out your day? You know, a lot of times I've been hearing a lot of people say, "Oh my god, today was a bad day." And I used to say that too. However, you know, let's reframe that thinking or I encourage us to, and say, pick out, not everything in a day makes the whole day bad. And so, yes, there could be unfortunate circumstances that come up and that we have to shuck and jive through. However, point out the good things that have happened, even if they're just little. And, you know, because when we just stay in that negativity, That's where we're going to stay. So that's my, that's my, what I want to say. I want to say it's great to be back. It's great to be back. And, um, you know, I'm encouraged because, you know, recently I've had many people say that they've been starting to join in, uh, on the podcast. And as always, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, Steph and I are here and more than willing to, to share
0: yeah we are yeah, you know, and I love that what you just said because that's kind of a segue into our topic today, and it's about finding that balance, you know, and you know, just yesterday, I was working with one of the teenagers that I coach, and you know, she pointed out only the bad and because she was talking about her journey, and she had um a moment where for you know five hours she went into one of those anxious moods and she was like this is the worst i'm a failure but what she failed to remember was that the key thing she said was you know after five hours though i was able to get myself out of it but her focus was still on that she was a failure and went into an anxious mood well i had to remind her the journey's not about like completely getting rid it's just learning how to channel some of that anxious energy and finding the bright spot that, yeah, you succeeded because you got yourself out of it. So what? It took you five hours before you never even got yourself out of it. So, you know, it's like finding that flip side of the coin. And I think, you know, finding balance in your life and, you know, finding that good part in your day, because you're right. The whole day is not ruined. It's only ruined if you let it be ruined in your mental mindset. And so I think, You know, today we're going to talk about balance, what it looks like, how do you achieve that balance, what that balance will do for you, how do you refill your cup to get that balance. So I think that was a great segue into it. Well,
1: thank you. And it was impromptu. How how about that? (laughs) Like most of our stuff, we fly by the seat of our pants. We really do. (laughs) You know, that's. I I think that's where some of our, um, you know, one thing that I think is great about us is that. Think like words or, or maybe a sentence might trigger another thought and um, that we might have not even been planning or thinking about. You know, the one thing I will say on my recovery journey to health and happiness and, and well-being and creating that balance, you know, the coach that I work with, you know, I'm like, when do I get done? Like, when is the finish line? I've been working really hard. And the comment that she had said to me, which at first was kind of feeling defeating, was how long did it take to get here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought, oh, my gosh, 40 some years. I don't have 40 years to keep on digging out. Mm. And the next comment she said, you will never get rid of, you know, some of these bumps in the roads, maybe a stumble or a fall. That what you want to be able to move is do, and the goal is move through it quicker. Right. So you, you know you may have maybe an hour or fifteen minutes that you're like uh However, like you, you know we're speaking about your client. It's not taking you days and weeks to get out of bed or to to pull yourself together. Or feel like a hot mess for the rest of the day. And that's where, you know, I often talk about cele- celebrating go me's. Like if you find, even if it's five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, that you were able to get yourself out quicker than what you normally would. Celebrate a big hell yeah, go me. Sure. Like, seriously, I celebrate go me's all day long. Because then it stays in a positive mind. Because we can go into, oh my God, I'm this, I'm that. Well, that's only going to bring down self-esteem. That's only going to bring down how I, my worth, my value. However, if I can celebrate the great moments, one, I'm not looking for the acceptance from others. Because I'm providing it for myself. So you want to segue into, you know, areas in life that we, we could find balance
0: Yeah, I think or need
1: really to have balance?
0: Place. Yeah, I think it'd be a good place to start. You know, I made a video and this is really kind of what prompted this conversation. And it was about finding that balance. And, you know, there's going to be so many areas in your life that you'll struggle and it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but it might have been in the past, it might be in your future, and sometimes when we get into those areas of our life that's really consuming our thoughts, consuming our emotions, that really making us uh, maybe worry a lot, anxiety, maybe um, your your self-worth is a little lower because you feel bad about something, but I think, you know, we're all going to have those moments, and, you know, if you have those moments, it's how do you counterbalance those so that that one moment in time doesn't take you down and keep you down on the ground? It's how do you find that balance? And, you know, it's what you said earlier. If you're having a bad day, how do you find that balance in that bad day to where you keep life in perspective? Because I think think finding balance is also about keeping perspective. And you know, you said something earlier. I, you know, you talked about forty years. I ain't got another forty years. I think sometimes I fail to remind my clients that, you know, when you enter into the arena of trying to get better mental health, that's a work in progress every day. I don't even know if there's an. Yeah, I don't even know if there's like, oh, I got an award. I'm mentally healthy. No, that mental health. It's it's learning that resilience. those moments in life that do get you on the floor and it's finding that balance and those ways to pick yourself back up but i really believe in you know if you got a lot of negativity going on in your world you maybe work's really rough or maybe you you've got something going on with your your spouse or whatever how are you balancing that on the other side of the coin to to where you're still finding that joy you're still finding that happiness you're still finding those positive moments in every day, the gratitude, a blessing. So I think that's the balance that I'm talking about. What about you?
1: Well, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, one thing that I have accepted is that, to be honest, there's it's it's not it's a lifetime. This journey is a lifetime because I will continue to evolve. And to me, that it's exciting of the new opportunities, because to be honest, new relationships will come into my life that I'll have to learn to, to na- navigate, you know, new situations, maybe grandkids, you know, maybe financial, dip, you know, changes, you know, death happens, you know, where you have to navigate different things. So I will always be evolving and changing. And to me, that's really exciting. At first, you know, yeah, I was like, I don't have 40 years. You know, I'm thinking (laughs) there's a finish line. However, I don't want a finish line. I want to be better each day for the rest of my life than I was yesterday. And, you know, I look at areas of balance in my life, you know, for myself is one, how's my health? You know, how is my how's my sleeping? How's my eating regimen? Um, you know, how's my personal self-care? You know, what is my mental mindset? You know, what is my stress level? You know, how am I coping? What is my relationships with friends? What is my work environment like? What does my, you know, parenting look like? If, if you are a parent or my family relationships, you know, with my spouse, et cetera. And a big one for me too is what does my relationship look like for myself, with myself? And then also a balance, you know, for, for others and, and for myself is financially, is there, am I creating some stress or, um, you know, some, you know, deficit somewhere? So, you know, I always look at it kind of like a wheel. And when you go into, you know, here's me and my analogies again, you know, you go into belt tire, discount tire, and you ask for a tire rotation, and they're like, oh my gosh, you're totally out of balance. So, you know, when our car, tires are in balance, what happens? Our car runs smooth, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: get better gas mileage. Okay, we're not rattling and shaking and driving down the road, you know, it's like smooth sailing. And so that's kind of like how I try to equate, you know, balance of, you know, what priorities am I looking at? Am I putting my energy and, you know, food and et cetera, in the right places at
0: the right time. I think that's so important. And, you know, I I I see the the folks that struggle with this balance. It's they have a hard time, well like, how do I tell myself, you know, where do where do I find those positive thoughts? What how how do I see the flip side of that coin? Because all I'm thinking about is this. Well I think part of it is finding that inner coach in you. Um, that inner critic is going to be loud and proud. And if you haven't named your inner critic by now after listening to this podcast, I suggest you name your, your inner critic because typically that inner critic is there talking a lot and you might as well name it because that way you can address it head on and be extremely um, direct with your inner critic. But I think finding that inner coach in you helps you find that balance because the, your inner coach would be somebody that, you look, in, look in the future. Who do you want to be five years from now? What does that person look like? What's their demeanors? What's their behaviors? What's their thought patterns? And it's probably going to be the person you want to be. And then you have that person talk to you in your head, not your inner critic. You want to really try to tap into your inner coach because the inner coach in you can tell you what you would tell your best friend. That inner coach in you will tell you what you would tell your kid. The inner coach in you would tell you what probably a counselor or a coach or a therapist would tell you. So if you can tap into that inner, that inner coach, that inner coach can help you find your balance and say, Steph, listen, you have really dwelled on this for way too long. You are really mentally exercising in a negative way about this one situation. We've got to put this away and we got to go do something else. Because it's time to cut it. It's time to stop that worrying about it. You can't do anything about it. What you can do is maybe find other possibilities or other perspectives of what the situation might be about instead of that one single perspective that you get stuck in. But that inner coach and you can coach you what, your way through that. You can be very stern with yourself that way when you find that inner coach. And you can say, look, where's the balance in my day? What, what am I thankful for? Sit there in silence and think about all the things you're thankful for. I'm thankful I woke up this morning. I'm thankful, thankful that I can walk out the door and go to my garden. I'm thankful that I have a, a community of people around me. But sometimes when we're stuck in those negative thinking modes, it's hard to see those things. And it's hard to bring that balance. But balance is about coaching yourself to that balance. And with Stacey and I, when we coach people, we open the door to that journey. We open the door to find that every day I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to celebrate the wins. And you know what? I might make a mistake along the way and that's fine. What am I going to learn from that mistake? Because the mistakes we make have such valuable lessons in them and it gives us an opportunity to do it different the next time, behave differently in the next time, think differently in the next time gives you a way of really just keep that door cracked. And if you can keep the door cracked to better health, that's what you want. And then you can coach yourself more and more to open that door. And if you need help, you get help to, to, to learn how to coach yourself or learn how to open those doors.
1: You know, I always say there's no shame in the game of asking for help. And, you know, actually those that do ask for help are the ones that are gonna succeed. And, you know, I love the, the part, you know, where when you reach out for help, here's the other thing. If you're un, unable to tap into that inner self to, to end up being your coach, find somebody, whether it's a coach, whether it's a friend, whether it's a spouse, someone you can trust that, you know what? can help you keep account- yourself accountable, that can ask those important questions that give you deep interpersonal dive, you know, to really go in, in internally and think. You know, if I can just share a, a couple things that I do. Yeah. Um, just that have, I found to be successful in in my life, creating balance and working with my clients and setting that up you know, for them is, you know what? Every day I start my day before I get out of bed, planning for happiness, manifesting what my day wants to look like. So I pre-plan and and folks relapse to me does not doesn't mean drug use or something like that. I pre-plan for a relapse. If something, a situation comes up that is difficult for me, I'm already going to pre-plan. What's my action step? So if I pre-plan for it and I've already have in my mind, okay, if if this happens, immediately I'm going into opposite action and I'm taking action because I'm not going to sit there. You know, another thing is, is we talk about this is setting goals and not dreaded goals. Oh, I got to do this. Something that's, you know, step-by-step fun, can be fun, that you can also celebrate along the way. Also, a big one for me was getting organized. I can't tell you how finally getting organized in my home, in my office, in my head, you know, even taking out recently, as much as yesterday, my summer clothes out of my walk-in closet and putting those upstairs and organizing my winter clothes. So I'm not digging through, I'm not pushing stuff aside because it's overwhelming. It's caused me, I I celebrated that so much. My husband's like, well, good. I'm like, aren't you happy you're not gonna be tripping? (laughs) I know I am. You know, and two is try to surround ourselves with the good. Whether it's people, whether it's activities we enjoy, you know, whether it is just, you know what, it's a nice day, I'm going to get out and walk, you know, whatever that may look like for you. And a big one, I'm huge on this, is educating ourselves, getting curious, you know, asking if you're struggling with this, what is the opportunities I can take to maybe change that. You know, have some willingness there, know your threshold. A lot of times, you know, when we deal with stress and anxiety and can't get out of it, it's because you know what? We haven't listened to our body. We haven't, you know, the the warning lights have been flashing, you know, the low fuel light has been on for miles and we're running out of gas. But we, you know, put the band aid over it with mm-hmm. the black tape because we're like, no, we don't want to see that. And a big thing for me is I never say I can't. It's, you know what, believe that you can do anything. I may not have the tools to do that today. But it doesn't mean that I can't, as long as I have the willingness to try. As long as we, you know, if we don't succeed the first time, it's not a failure. Failure is when we choose not to even try. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of my, my seven steps of trying to find balance within and try to encourage others to look at.
0: I love it. And, you know, I was, I, you, I, you said something a while ago and I wrote it down and I, I talked to one of my teens yesterday about this because you know, she's got a very anxious mind and, you know, waking up every day with a plan. That's what the message I was hearing from you. And that's what we talked about yesterday. And I did this little, I drew this little um, diagram and I put here's person one and here's person two and here's the finish line. So this person wants to learn how to meditate. Well, you can put your goal of meditation down here and you can do that for the second person too. put your little meditation goal down there. The difference is, is that somebody that's going to find success is they're going to map out a plan. So if if you want to learn how to meditate, what are the steps in order to find that success? And it's no different with anything in, else in your life. Like if you want to have a conversation with somebody, but what are the steps you're going to have to have? Um, So we brainstormed and it was like, well, I don't know anything about meditation. Well, so what's the first thing you're going to have to do? Well, I'm going to have to research ways to do it. But by mapping out a plan, it gives you steps to focus on. And something I know about people that have extreme anxiety is that they have too much open space to think. They're not filling their mind with learning, new learnings. They're not filling their mind with other possibilities, other perspectives. They're not filling their mind with ways to achieve those hard things for them you know like talking to the teacher scares the death out of so many teens with anxiety well what's your plan you know you have to go talk to them eventually and if you don't you're not going to get where you want to go so what's the first thing you got to think of that you need to do well I probably just need to think about that conversation and write it down okay great then what's your next step but I think you know for people that weren't taught how to find success especially in just little bitty things every day. I think it starts with a plan. Like you have a plan. You have a seven-step plan that you have really worked on over the last few years to find your happiness every single day. That's what you've done, Stacy. And so when we work with people, that's kind of what we're doing. We're helping them build a plan. But if you're struggling to find that balance in your day, well, what's your plan to find it? Do you have a plan? Because I can think about all day long that I want to, I don't know, have, you know, go around the world and speak to teens. I can have that dream all day long, but it can, be, it can be a pipe dream all day until I actually take an action towards it. So if you're struggling to find that balance in your day, I guess the question I would ask you is, well, what do you want it to look like? Start there. What do you want that balance to look like? And once you know what it looks like, then what's the first thing that you have to do in order to move towards that goal? And what are you going to do when you fail at a step? Instead of saying, I can't do it, or if you say, "Um, see, I'm a failure, or you're embarrassed because you failed at a step, and maybe it puts you in the spotlight, really try to work with yourself on seeing that failures feedback because that feedback on the parts of our life that's what I love about the bad parts of our life there's such a great lesson in all of those bad parts of our life if you're paying attention and it's finding that feedback along the way to make sure you're staying on track but because I did this diagram yesterday and when it was person a and person b and they both had the same goal as meditation well person a had a little step every one But the person B was, their journey was in circles. And I took the pen and I was just drawing in circles because if you don't have steps towards your goal, you'll never get there. It's really about the small step that gets you to the big goal. And I think that's so important for people that really struggle to find um, any type of balance in their day is, well, what do you want it to look like? And then what's the first thing you're going to do to move towards it?
1: You know, one thing that you and I hear often, almost from every, every client that we have, whether it's kiddos, whether it's adults, is that negative self-talk, that negative belief. And so here's a mantra that I've been saying to myself and, you know, not saying it just once, repeating it throughout the day. If I start getting into that stinking thinking, is I hear you, Stacy. I see you. I see you for the things that you did and didn't do. I see you for the things that you did know and didn't know. And I forgive you and I release you from me. Grace. Because the one thing we can get stuck in is thinking about all the things we, which I hate this word, it's the biggest cuss word, we should. Uh, or done. would should or would okay. we could have done something different we could have yeah. but nobody says we should have so that's my last thought
0: yeah well hopefully this will help you um you know at least give you some food for thought to think about like how will i find that balance not every day is bad Just there's those, there's moments there's situations that are bad there's relationships that are bad what if you don't like it what do you want it to look like and how are you going to get there and find that balance because the balance is there you just have to work a little harder sometimes to go get it.
1: or you know another way instead of thinking for myself as bad and good because I used to be a black and white thinker mm. is that there's parts of today that were less than ideal yeah you know this that. relationship doesn't serve me and it you know, or it's not where I want it to be. And it feels less than ideal. But in any relationships, not all of it is bad. We wouldn't be in it. If it didn't provide us some good at some point, it just might not be ideal in this moment.
0: Absolutely. And I love how you have that grace for yourself. I think having grace and patience for yourself through your journey is so important.
1: It's a great sense of self-love. It's an act of self-love is is how I take it. What, What has helped me.
0: As always, friends,
1: go out and smile and be kind.
0: And don't forget to do better, be better, and treat people better.
1: See you next time.
0: Bye.